1: We believe that everyone has the power to make an impact through raising capital and helping people achieve financial freedom through real estate. We invite you to join the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight Facebook group so we can amplify our impact together.
0: We know you're going to love this episode. And hey, be sure to stick around to the end of the show because we're going to reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing real estate podcasts on the planet. Ready? Let's go. Welcome back, friends, to the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Dickerson, and today I'm thrilled to introduce you to Sandra Gonzalez. Sandra, how are you today?
1: Yourself. I'm doing good, yourself. How are you doing?
0: Good. I'm thrilled to be here with you and thrilled to share with our listeners a little bit more about you and your background and all that you're doing in the real estate space. But start by sharing with the listeners a little bit about your story. You know, how did you get into the real estate space in the first place?
1: Well, I was actually on a computer one day and um, I saw the Fortune Builders.
0: Mm. I don't know if you ever heard
1: of them. And, yep. um, at the time I did, I was back like in 2012, I didn't have the money at the time to join them. And then in 2019, they came back in my area again in Connecticut. So I went ahead and this time I had the money. So I went to the seminar and I joined then. That's actually how I got started in real estate was through gotcha. Fortune Builders.
0: And what, uh, you know, a lot of people hear about seminars like that, hear about events like that, and they think... Eh, no, that's not for me. Or they go and they don't take action. So what were what was going on at that point in your life where you were like, you know what, I need this. I need to go to this event. And then what prompted you to then follow through and actually execute?
1: Well, the one major thing is I've always had an entrepreneurial mindset. So I think that's the one major thing that made me do it. Um, but the other thing was a girlfriend of mine. Well, she's actually here as well. But she uh, was right in my corner as well, and she pushed me along, and we both went together. Actually, and it was actually a really good experience. And at the end of the day, we joined.
0: Nice, nice. And so, once you you joined and you started off in that program, what were what were you doing at that point? What were your goals?
1: My goals actually is to start a foundation in my mother's name who died from cancer. Because I want to help kids be able to go to college. So that's my main goal. That's what I hopefully Mastering Homes will eventually achieve Mm. is to start that foundation on Mother's Name so we can help kids go to college. That's our main focus.
0: Yeah. Living on purpose and with purpose. That's amazing. And that it always astounds me when people have that strong why. It helps so that you can push through anything. Because as you know, in the entrepreneur world, it's not easy. You could work all day long and there's always things that come up out of nowhere and things you got to figure out on the fly. And it's very easy to get down on yourself unless you Mm -hmm. have that strong why to carry you through all of those obstacles. Yeah.
1: Very true. (laughs) And having that person by your side too to help you along and keep you on track. It definitely helps out a lot.
0: Absolutely. Okay. So this was back several years ago. You joined Fortune Builders yes. and you started out in the real estate space. So fast forward a little bit. So tell us a little bit about where you are now and what you're doing in this space now.
1: Well, as of today, we're um, looking to do a deal in Texas. That's where we're at right now. We're working with a gentleman named Jeb And um, he's actually found a couple of deals for us in Texas. We're just trying to hash that out right now. That's what we're trying to do at this point. It'll be our first deal because we had others. but Uh Unfortunately, getting beat on the price of the house or not being able to get the loan. So hopefully this will be our first project and we're kind of excited about it.
0: Exciting, yeah. Oh, I've definitely been there. You know, you do all the work of
1: <laughs> hunting down
0: the deal, doing the due diligence, and somebody else comes in and swoops it up. Yeah. Um, so definitely been in that space, and especially now it's such a great time. Um, I think a lot more deals are starting to open up. It was tight right. there for a little while.
1: Yes,
0: it was. Um, so I want to dig into this point that you know a lot of people you know they they say i want to get into real estate but i don't know how i don't know where to start so obviously fortune builders helped you lay a, a right. foundation but then how did you know you know what you know there's so many aspects of real estate that you can get into how did you know which was your lane and how did you figure out the market you wanted to invest in the asset class all of how did all those pieces fall into place
1: Well, the biggest thing is that Fortune Builder has a big, broad span of educational products to help you along. So with my girlfriend looking into, we're looking into it. So we thought about buying a hold to rental for rental properties, but I think we're going to start off with the fix and flip versus the holding. I think that's what we want to get into right now.
0: Got it. And so, tell people for for anybody who's listening, who's maybe in those same shoes, who's considering a few different options, what led you to choose the flex, and fit, uh, fix and flip uh, path? What are you hoping to achieve there?
1: Honestly, uh, a little quicker versus holding mm, and trying to yeah. get somebody in there to rent. That I didn't want to go. I wanted to get into something that we were able to get in and get out quickly. Because yeah. I, we have something else planned also that we want to get to starting up another company. So mm-hmm. this is the reason why we went into fix and flip. It was the, the quick turnaround. Got Three it. to six months, get to the deal, got to the finish, yep. and you're out.
0: I think that's so wise that, you know, you have to, I always tell everybody before you, Get into real estate before you figure out, you know, before you place any money or invest in anything, you got to first know not the merits of the deal or the market or the asset class necessarily, but you got to know what you want out of it. And it sounds like you realized you want something that's a faster turnaround, and then maybe you can have more control of yourself. And so it sounds like that's the ideal fit for where you are right now. Right. And so take. Take us back, because I know you said you had always been entrepreneurial. So tell us a little bit about that. Did you always know growing up that you wanted to own your own business?
1: Yes. Actually, uh, as a teenager, I was actually trying to become a singer. And then I obviously I'm from from the 80s. So I wanted to be the run DMC at the time. So that's the other thing we went to. (laughs) And then I couldn't do any of those. Well, we did try, but um, then we went into DJing. So that was my very first entrepreneurial thing is becoming a DJ, throwing parties. And I actually DJed from my high school, which was kind of exciting for me. Yeah. And um, then from there, we went to owning a record label, to management company. So it it was a couple of different things as I was growing up. And then in my 20s, into my 30s, and now we're into the real estate. And then we're actually going to start up a promotional company as well, Mm. do shows. Yeah, big catches.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is that's wild. And I love how it started with your passion for singing and then it got into DJing and it sort of it it shifted, but you stayed with this passion that you had. Um, and I love that that journey, that growth. That's so much the entrepreneur entrepreneurial journey is you never know where it's quite going to take you. But as long as you have that open mind and you're open to the networking, the resources and trying new things, it'll take (laughs) you somewhere. You never know exactly where it's going to take you, but it'll be an adventure along the way. For sure. Yeah. Okay. So then, okay. So now you're pursuing fix and flips. Mm -hmm. And so assuming that you do some fix and flips and it goes well, do you think that that's going to be where your your focus is and where your expertise is? Or is this a stopgap? Are you looking to get into something else down the road?
1: Well, at this point, we're um, the fix and flip is our main focus. And then eventually what we're trying to get into within a year or so, as I said earlier, is um, start to do big concerts with big mm. singers from yeah. major record labels. That is, again, it started in music is going to end in music eventually. So that is my main focus is the big concerts, but fix and flips is what we got to stay to make yeah. that money happen. So you can get to the next right. phase in our career.
0: Makes sense. Makes sense. And it, it all comes back to, again, knowing your goals and knowing your why right. and what you're in this for. And sounds like you have that piece lined up very well. Thank you. Um, yeah. Tell us for anybody who, including myself, who's not familiar with the music business or the industry, um, are there any, I'm just curious, are there any overlaps between the music industry um, and and real estate? Are there any ca- common lessons that you've carried over from one or the other, or are they completely
1: separate? Well, this, the one major thing is financing for both mm. of them, no matter which way is the same thing. It's not as simple as people think it might be. Yeah, we're gonna make it happen one way or the other. That's for sure.
0: Okay. Yeah, I like that attitude. Yeah, for sure. And so, okay. And so, then with this, the fix and flips. So, you're are you focused on um, the market that you're currently in, and tell us a little bit about that.
1: Well, Mad Dream Homes is licensed in Nevada and Massachusetts. Mm. So we're trying to find something in those two areas. Haven't been, especially Massachusetts has been really hard. Yeah. So um, we went to look at a house actually uh, a week ago. Yeah. And um, way overpriced. It had, the, the roof mm. had holes in it. It was rotted out on the exterior and the price they wanted was, wasn't was going to happen. Yeah. But, um, so this area is kind of tough. So that's what we're leaning towards now. Heading to Texas gotcha. to see if we can actually find something. Right. Is going to make right. sense over that area.
0: Yeah. And so to share with our listeners, maybe some of them are not as familiar with you know when you're looking at a property that has holes in the roof, right? Maybe <laughs> a crack foundation. Maybe part of it's been burned down. Who knows, right? There's all sorts right. of things, right? But you're looking for that that special deal, right? So you've got to be open to things not being perfect. That's where the value right. is that you're going to bring. And so, how do you when you're assessing a fix and flip? What do you look for and how do you know if it's a good deal versus, you know, overpaying or if it's a dud?
1: Well, the first thing that um we do is my manager, Maria, she looks and she does the comps. We find up the area of the house and then she does a comp of the area. And then after that, I physically go and look at the outside before I make an appointment for the inside. And um, so I look at the outside and that's the reason why we skipped on this one last week. Is that um the house is just terrible? So you know we look at the roof, the windows, mm-hmm. the, the the whole the whole thing on the yeah. outside, and it was just really rough. So I mean, then you get your inside, and then you got to look at what's going on in the inside of the house, and um it was kind of yeah. I think that's what you got to really look for. I mean, what number one is the price.
0: Number mm-hmm. two is
1: the, the comps in the area. At least that's what we go through. And then we look at the house itself. Is it going to be worth it at the end of the day? Right.
0: And then how are you finding your deals? Are these mostly on MLS? Are you doing direct mail? Or how are you finding these opportunities? We actually have
1: realtors. We have uh, three of them that we work Uh with. We have three realtors we work with. And then they pretty much, hey, we got one. We got one. And yeah, thus far, we did have one that was promising. And like Uh I said earlier, we got beat by a thousand dollars. Oh, and it was like the perfect property. Nice, nice backyard. Uh, The house wasn't that much work needed. It was great. But yeah, we got beat that one thousand dollars.
0: Oh, bummer. Oh, so close. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. My my husband's a realtor as well. And sometimes he has those contractor specials. Uh, yeah. Where he's actually selling one right now off market, um, and it, it had had a house fire, so it's in real rough shape. Everything you see it from the street, you can see right through the house. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> um, but still, you know, I guess I guess at any price, there's somebody who's willing right. to take on that risk right. and try to make it work. Um, so it always amazes me when somebody is, you know, where. It's like most of the rest of the world sees something like that, and they're ready to turn the other way. Exactly. but there's
1: a special subset
0: of people, fix and flippers in particular, mm-hmm. who are who see that. they they you know smell the dingy carpets, they see the mold, they see the holes, and they right. see the opportunity. Um, yeah. And so it sounds like that's exactly where you are.
1: right. As long as the numbers work out at the end of the day, that's the big thing. And that's yeah. where most people, especially people selling right now because it's a seller's market, yeah. they don't want to take that cut in their price. So that becomes yeah. our problem right now.
0: Right. And so tell me a little bit about your team. You mentioned you have a manager, you're working with um realtors. How did you um who's on your team or who are you working with? And then how did you build up that team?
1: Well. We started, I said earlier, with my girlfriend. So she's the manager of the company. Mm -hmm. And um, we put ourselves out there on um, our website and we had a couple of leads that way. So we got a lot of realtors who um, contacted us that way. And another big one was LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So that's another way I got in touch with a lot of people. And we Uh actually started going to um, events where there's all realtors, real estate investors, contractors, a meetup. And then Mm -hmm. we start doing that as well.
0: Got it. And now, now, so now you're talking about expanding to, I think you mentioned Texas, right? And so tell us a little bit about your strategy there to find deals. Because I've heard from some folks you know, when you're looking in your own backyard, right, you can go and have lunch right. with the, the brokers, you know, and and schmooze them up. But when you are <laughs> looking out of state or long distance, right, it has to be a little bit of a different strategy because you still want to stay in front of them and stay right. on top of them to get those good deals.
1: But the one thing we got, we got um, a person that we have is that they um, work with us within getting the contractors for us. Getting a realtor to sell it at the end of it all, and then we just got to make the initial go over there to look at the property and see everything. But they help us along at the back end. They mm-hmm. get us the contractors, the the realtors, so we don't really have to do as much. But mm-hmm. we do at least have to do something. We can't not just right. sit at home.
0: And yeah, think it's yeah, yeah. That way, yeah. And so that's, that's interesting. So it's almost like they come in and they, they, it sounds like they help you put together that team on the ground. Yes. Oh, yes. That's so important. Cause as you know, in real estate, mm-hmm. it's all about that team. It's all about the yes, strength of the, the team and the network and who, you know, especially from afar to be able to have a reliable team, to be exactly. able to do the work Trust. on the ground. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. up. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And so assuming, okay, so let's say, and you're looking at this deal now, and you, I'm sure you've got some other prospects on board. And so looking down the road, and, you know, one to three to five years from now, what does success look like for you in this business? What's your vision?
1: My vision is to hopefully get a bigger staff and mainly family where I can get all my no, 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 not that i have a lot but all my kids and you know my sister and my brothers just that we can all work as a as a unit as a family to make this company grow mm. that's my main thing i want to try and do
0: yeah i i love that that's like you know building that legacy that true exactly. legacy and it's not yes. just like you're handing off a pile of cash but it's really like you're you're giving the next generation this asset that they exactly. can continue to grow as well. Yes. Um, and so how old are your kids now?
1: Oh, 21, 23 uh-huh. and 13. He just okay. turned 13 actually.
0: Oh, ah, okay. And, man, how, yeah. Yeah, and how Yeah, and are they are any of them involved in the business or in real estate now?
1: No. They're not, not right now. Um, they are, I think they're pretty much let me see it start and then yeah. I'll jump in, Dad. Right. Right, <laughs> like right, <most> right. <laughs> Yeah.
0: You go improve the concept, Dad. Then exactly. we'll get it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: I love it. Yeah. We have um two boys, an eight-year-old and five-year-old. And a couple of awesome. years ago we did a, a flip here in the Bay Area and um we offered our older son the opportunity to invest some of his capital into the deal with us. And so he had saved a hundred dollars and he thought, you know, I think he was maybe six at the time. And he thought like, Oh, this will be like, Quick cash because it's a fix and flip, <laughs> right? He's expecting right. he'll put in a hundred dollars and next week he's gonna get two hundred dollars, right? And we're like, well, it doesn't quite work that way. But we walked him through, we showed him the property right. and we took him on multiple tours of it during the process so he could see um, oh, we're making progress, we're redoing the kitchen now. Now we're now the new floors are down, now they're doing right. the lighting fixtures, now they're building the deck, and so he could see that progress. At the end of the day, he came out with, I think, maybe $150. So it wasn't right. that exciting for him um, after, I think it was like maybe three or four months time. Um, right. But, you know, we told him like, look, if you had invested 100000 into this, it would now be 150000 That's a pretty exactly. good return. Right. Um, but yeah, I love that you're involving your kids and bringing them into the fold too. Because I think it's, mm-hmm. you know, they, it gives them that head start in life and shows right. them you know this this opportunity that a lot of people don't get access
1: to. True. Very true. Yeah. A lot of people don't think about it either.
0: Yes. Yes. Absolutely. The one thing I've
1: noticed. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. And so I have one more question for you, which is regarding Mm -hmm. your advice for others who may be following in your shoes or at a point where they're thinking about jumping into real estate, or maybe they want to quit their jobs and get into real estate, but they don't (laughs) know how to do it. What's your advice to them? Should they join a group like Fortune Builders? Should they go out and do it? What would you say to them?
1: I definitely think you need a mentor in life. You should not try and jump. That's something yourself because you're gonna run into a whole lot of bumps and bruises. You probably don't want to do. You find someone who knows how to do it that way they can mentor you through it, and it's a whole lot easier that way. But definitely mm-hmm. don't quit your job until you know your, your feet are grounded, and um, just don't be afraid of trying it though, because that's oh, people's main yes. fear is it, what happens if they lose. Well, you can't be scared of that. You got to yes. try something.
0: Such not, good advice. Now you live on the what if
1: advice for the rest yeah. of your life. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what I always tell people too is, you know, it, it, if you're always going to be afraid that you're going to make that mistake, you're never going to start and you'll never exactly. see the success because the success is on the other side of your comfort zone and unless you push through that, you're never going to get there and I've I'll be the first to admit I've lost money. I've made big mistakes and it's gotten me to where I am because Mm -hmm. without having made those mistakes and without having lost the money, I, I call that, you know, the, the lost money. I call that tuition because, Mm -hmm. you know, one way or the other, you're paying for those learnings. Um, and so I always value those mistakes, uh, because I know it's only going to make me stronger. And so I right, think as an definitely. entrepreneur, you have to have that mindset to know that you are going to make mistakes and you are going to run course. into hurdles along the way. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's that's how you've gotten to the success that you've seen. Right. Um, well, Sandra, thank you so much for sharing your story with us and our listeners today. Tell them if they wanted to follow up with you, connect with you, or learn more about all that you're doing. What's the best place right. they can go?
1: Well, you can go to our website, www. Mass Homes LLC.com and on Facebook and Instagram, Mass Dream Homes LLC. And um, the other one there, the email info at Mass Perfect. Well, well.
0: We'll have all of that for our listeners in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Sandro. And to all of our listeners, be sure to follow up with Sandro to learn more. As you can tell, he's right in the thick of it. And I'm sure he has a lot more wisdom to share as well. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight. If you
1: are a real estate investor or syndicator who would like to be on this podcast, please visit syndicationspotlight.com. And please also join the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight Facebook group so we can connect with you and learn more about you.